Hey everyone, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or evening, depending of course when you are here. Today we are going to be talking about how to own your own career happiness. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion is really helping others, sharing what I know, kind of pulling back the curtain to you know the HR world, if you will, <laughs> uh, and really just sharing my knowledge. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Let's dive in. So we all know that your job and your career aren't always going to make us happy. And there's a lot of things when it comes to our job and our career that we can't control. And there are pieces that we can own. So let's dive into that side of things. What are some of the things that we can own and really take control of and make sure that they are aligned with what makes us happy? So number one is going to be starting with actually knowing what makes you happy. (laughs) right? Easier said than done sometimes. There are, well, I shouldn't say there are now. There used to be a lot of things I did because I thought it made it happy until someone actually asked me like, hey, Steph, how does, you know, X, Y, Z make you feel? And it really started this like, almost like domino effect of me asking myself that question about everything. I don't know if you guys have seen The Magic of Tidying Up on Netflix by Marie Kondo or read her book, but it's kind of along like similar lines, right? I remember when I was like purging all of my things. just doing like a major like cleaning haul, right? And there was like so many books that I thought made me happy. And when I actually like literally like picked up each book and was like, how does this make me feel? I realized there was a lot of books that yes, I was learning from, but they really like stressed me out and they gave me anxiety, which was not what I was expecting when I actually like honed into that. So anyway, all that to say is what we just assume is in the happiness bucket may not actually be there. And the reason why this is so important is if we're not happy now and we don't know what's going to make us happy, we don't want to make a move until we really figure that out and hone in on what truly makes us happy because we're not going to know if the next role is going to give us that happiness we're looking for if we don't even know what makes us happy to begin with, right? Number two, no that you deserve to have a job that makes you happy. Here's the deal. We invest a lot of time and emotional energy into our career and it should be worth it, right? So we all deserve to have jobs that make us happy. And I fully understand that there could be a job out there that you know is going to make you happy, but maybe that job only pays a third of what you're getting now and you have a mountain of student loan debt to climb and pay off. So you're in a job that doesn't necessarily make you happy, but the compensation and being able to make really significant financial strides does make you happy. I get that. So like there is that balance. 
However, I will say it again, we all deserve to have a job that makes us happy. Number three is have a really transparent conversation with your leader if you have that kind of rapport and relationship with them. So ask them, you know, how can you expand your skill set? How can you learn more? If there are things that you feel like, hey, I really want to learn this. I think this could contribute to my job satisfaction. Ask those questions. Number four, learn. Attend conferences, take webinars, learn new things, expand your horizons, right? Read a book, listen to an audiobook, listen to a podcast. Number five is pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. (laughs) I know, again, not always easy, sometimes easier said than done. However, I will say every time I have really taken my career to the next level. It has been a time where I got outside my comfort zone. I tried new things. I screwed up. I said the wrong things. I did the wrong things. We figured out a way to fix it. We overcame it. Of course, I learned from that and it was outside my comfort zone, but then where I was outside that comfort zone now started to become a comfort zone, right? Think of it as kind of like a zigzag, right? So you go, you zig a little bit, you go outside your comfort zone, you learn something new or you do something new or more often than not in my case, I just screw something up and learn how to do it from there. (laughs) And then that becomes part of the comfort zone. So then you zag a different way to try something different. And over time, your comfort zone just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Number six, do work that you're proud of and you want to share with others. If we're doing work that we are embarrassed about or self-conscious about, or if we go to dinner with friends and they're like, hey, what do you do? Or what project are you working on? And you don't want to share it. Not to say that, oh my gosh, you have to have the most exciting job in the world. But if it's something that like you're not proud to share, that could be something that you need to look at. Number seven, do the work that you're good at. And I say this because making accomplishments and achieving goals can often make people feel happy and often make people feel satisfied in their job. So I'm not saying go do all the easy shit, right? (laughs) Because that's not how we grow in our career. However, I am saying if you are in a job where you are constantly failing, one, you're probably not happy. And two, that's probably not the right job for you anyway. Number eight is strive for some semblance of a balance. Easier said than done. (laughs) If you need some help with work-life balance, check out the episode released on June 27th of this year. So 6-27-19. Number nine is celebrate your wins. So this is really important. If we have a huge win at work or we achieve this awesome goal or we accomplish this amazing thing and we don't ever celebrate it and we just skip past it like it was nothing, then you're not ever going to have that like boost of, oh my gosh, yay, go me, right? And it doesn't even have to be like a huge thing. It could just be however you want to celebrate, right? So maybe when you go to lunch, you get yourself a cookie or maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I did this big thing. I'm going to go treat myself to a coffee or maybe when I get home, I'm going to have a glass of wine or maybe I'm going to go buy this super cool notebook I've been looking at. I mean, come on, notebook nerds out there, you hear me on this one. There are always super cool notebooks we're looking at. (laughs) Okay, full confession, totally off topic, cool notebooks, fun planners, sweet pens. I am a sucker. I could literally spend an entire Saturday walking through Barnes and Noble and then going to like a mega office store and be completely happy. Anyway, back on track. Number 10. (laughs) 
(laughs) is going after what you want. So asking for what you want, applying for what you want, moving towards what you want. Oftentimes we are in places in our career where we're more passive and there are also many times where you need to go after it. It is not very often that someone is going to come to you and say, hey, out of the blue, a random team member, we want to promote you and give you this huge raise. Now that happens, of course. However, when we take control of those promotions or advancements or whatever it is that we want, it's going to happen a lot faster. And number 11 is let your confidence shine. Here's the deal. You know your shit. You know your job. You know how to do it well. And you should have confidence in that. And so when people are approaching you and asking you questions and asking for your expertise and your advice, respond to them with that level of confidence. Like, yes, I know this. I got this. This is what I do all day, every day. Got this down. Number 12, set boundaries where it's appropriate. Now, it is hard to set boundaries in life in general. And I fully understand it is, at least to me, it feels harder to set boundaries at work. However, that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Boundaries are a healthy part of all of life, personal, professional, all of it. So if there is something that you feel like is crossing a line or feels uncomfortable or something you're not okay with, right? Figure out whatever those things might be and set boundaries because the more boundaries you set around things that make you unhappy or make you feel uncomfortable, the happier you're going to start to feel at work. Number 13, don't wait until the next thing to find your happiness, right? So here's an example. I'll be happier when I make $20,000 more. I'll be happier when I am promoted to director. I'll be happier when I lose 30 pounds. I know that's obviously not work-related, but come on, let's be honest. Here's the thing. It is possible when you are promoted to director, you're going to be happier. It is possible when you make more money, you will be happier. I fully get that. And let's use the weight example. It is possible that if, you know we were to lose 30 pounds, we would be happier. And we need to find happiness where we're at because happiness shouldn't be something that we wait for. It should be something that we achieve now with how things are. And so even given the weight example, right, there's been many times where I'm like, oh, I would just be so happy if I lost whatever. And reality was, is like, well, you actually gained 10 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) And so those situations have given me really hard lessons in finding happiness now, right, with the present circumstances. And then going back to number 10, going after what we want. Number 14 is get and or find the support that you need, right? So oftentimes, There are going to be times where we have the support we need in our situation now. There are going to be times where we don't and we have to go get it or go find it. So if you don't have the support you need and for whatever reason, your team and your leader can't offer that to you, go find it somewhere else. Maybe it is simply taking an online course. Maybe it's someone from another team. Maybe you can learn something from a a audiobook or a podcast you can listen to while you're working. I don't know what that is for you, but you have to make sure that if you need support, that you get uh, the help that you need. Number 15 is aligning yourself with the culture that you enjoy. So a few examples. Let's say 
you are the type of person who needs to work in a closed office because an open office environment is very distracting to you. Maybe that is something that you look at. I know, oh my God, it feels like every company out there has an open office environment. I personally work at home because of that. I am a very like chatty and social person. I'm an outgoing introvert, right? So I am super chatty, super social, very outgoing. However, when I need to recharge, it is in solitude or like with my person or with my dog. (laughs) So what kind of office culture? Maybe you are totally good with working in an open office environment, but you just need more physical space, right? Sometimes it can be very crowded. Looking at what kind of team do you enjoy working on? What kind of autonomy do you enjoy having? What sort of flexibility do you need? All of these different things play into culture and culture is really, really important. All right, everyone. I hope you found that helpful, valuable, interesting, maybe some of my stories just entertaining. (laughs) If you have questions you want me to answer on the podcast, I have a link in the show notes to a Google survey. You can do it there. As always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here, to listen to the show, to share it with your friends and just really support it. I really appreciate that. You can find more information in the show notes over at StephDennis13. And if you want to figure out how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. And if you want to support the show, you can do so one of two ways. You can give a donation via PayPal or you can support support the show via donation on the Anchor app as well. Also on the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message. I would love to hear from you. And if you have a minute, please take a moment, a very quick moment to leave a rating and or review for the podcast really does help. And I love reading them. They're so fun. You can find me over on the socials over at Facebook and Instagram at StephDennis13. And you can find the podcast on Instagram at Career Talk Podcast. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing. So awesome. Thank you so much and have an amazing, fabulous rest of your day.